If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. With Indeed, everything hiring is all in one place and it makes it so easy. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences each day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. The more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed.com slash podcast. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. is a dog pound. Come on in and we'll show you how to euthanize your fears. Get right in, Ben. Anyway, I'm your neighborhood friendly black girl, Amber. <laughs> and I'm the gassiest man alive. I have a lot of gas. What's your name, baby? And I'm, my name is Ben. And we have a special guest today. Yes, we got you. Jessica. Tell us about yourself. Pew, pew. Uh, my name is Jessica and I to him, Gassy, I'm on medication that has me very fearful of farting, so we don't have to worry about any of that happening Ooh. for me today. Let's it... say, you're so fancy that if you fart on this show, yeah. the net worth of the show will go up. I think so. so. I'm it, will, on it. it would. I think my concern is more so whether or not it would actually be a fart or a situation that would end the show. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what the issue is. Uh, speaking of the show, what's the name of the show? <laughs> This shit show is called Fly on the Wallet. We've I, now before we jump into the show, let's let's be for fucking real. We're all thirty plus, right? Yeah. And mm. we're parents. Mm. We've all either shat our pants oh, or yeah. shat somewhere we shat. Yeah. So I'll take a sip. I once shat in a lake. I had to. Yep. It was an emergency. Couldn't make it back. Lake Michigan, out in Chicago. No, you ain't have to name the lake. Off of I, don't, Foster, I don't want them. Foster Avenue Beach. Have y'all been there? Let's not. Dip your foot in there. You've gotten microcosmic shit particles from Amber's ass. If you dip, because when you think about it, everything, every sneeze, every little particle, every skin cell on the microscopic cosmic quantum level, we've all experienced each other. You know? Wow. Thank you for that, Ben. Uh, that reminds me of the fact that there was an episode of My 600 Pound Life where one of the people admits to going to like the public 24-hour fitness jacuzzis to actually <gasps> rinse off their ass because they can't w- reach their ass to wipe it. Oh. So if you also use So they jacuzzis, treat that as their personal yeah, like, like body bidet. Body bidet. To literally get off the feces that they cannot Find get. elsewhere. Yeah. <laughs> That's really bad. Yeah. Fucking disgusting. Okay, Jessica, tell us about the last time you shit your pants. Honestly, I got pretty sick in Mexico. Um, oh, yeah. I was like giving like Sex in the City vibes, and I oh. think that I had like my mouth a little ajar in the shower, and it just hit me pretty hard. 
And I knew that I was down bad when I went to go throw up in the toilet. And I turned around. I didn't even know I did it, but I had shit on the wall. (laughs) (laughs) They tell you not to drink the water, I know. I mean, but, like, it's not like they give you, like, a little post-it or that comes on, like, your flight itinerary information to not do it. I think there is, like, travel advisories. Like yeah, about it, are there? Yeah, about like water. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> like, I did like the things like I didn't drink the tap water. Like I almost yeah. brushed my teeth with the regular water, and my mom was like, "Bitch, use a water bottle." And I was like, yeah. "Oh, it's like a serious thing." Yes, it was either that. I did a lot of cenotes. There was one day where we did like four cenotes, so it could have just been some kind of like microorganism that connected to the lake that yeah. Amber shot in in Michigan. Yeah, somehow, telling you, I'm telling you, know, you. Uh, the butterfly effect. Yeah, shit edition. <laughs> I mean, you shitting on a wall is something. I, you know, you know. And I want to write the I'm screenplay a for your life. Person, yes. So Nyla's like taking care of me this whole time. Mm. And Nyla's um, your daughter. For, Nyla for, is my daughter, my nine year old daughter. And no, she did not offer to clean up the shit. That's not the level <laughs> of which she was uh, taking care yeah. of me. But she tried to reassure me that room service would <laughs> would, would clean and, up the, yeah, the wall. And shit. I was like, there's just a certain level of like, I'm good. Yeah, I'm not gonna be laying in this bed while someone comes in here and cleans my shit off the wall so I had to clean it up a little bit yeah also yeah. shout out to a nine-year-old knowing what room service is She'll yeah, go, she's Nyla, gonna go far in life yeah well because when we tried to do it like a very authentic Mexican way when we first went and we had like a regular Airbnb but when I got sick I definitely checked us into like a resort yeah, yeah. yeah. no more and off the beaten path yeah. yeah so she was like don't worry just lay down they were coming to get her for kids club and shit we were like oh yeah resort yeah. stuff yeah mm-hmm. yeah it was really fucking nice actually it was beautiful Beautiful. So yeah. we should go to Mexico. We have to have I to will, have to stay away from the water. Yeah, no, definitely stay yeah. away from the water. I mean, and if also sh- if you go to Michigan, stay away from which lake was it again, Ben? Uh, lake, <laughs> lake well, Michigan. No, well, lake Chicago, Michigan. yeah. Oh. And also, if you're in Flint, uh, Michigan, also stay away from that water as well. Yeah, so. that's Ben. Tell us your shit story. Um, I've so many. So I, I was know. I was a runner in college, and I've I shat myself many times in college, like after you know running eighty miles a week. When you're running that much, and sometimes you just don't realize, and so you might fart a little bit. Like on the run. Yeah, sharding. Yeah. I Sharts were a regular part of my life. It was, you know, some people brush their teeth every day, and some people shard every day. So it was acceptable. But it was it was like residue. It wasn't, okay, this oh. is really gross. But yeah. So it was like dust? <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. That's I mean, a, yeah. But, yeah. It, but it hung out there for mm. for. It could hang out there for a day because I might not have realized. I was like, "Oh, I did a day. I did shut myself day. like a yeah. twenty-four hour cycle." Yeah, because at that when you're running that much, you sort of beat your body into submission <laughs> yeah. that you're not aware of parts of your body because yeah. you just live with constant pain. Um, hmm. uh, but so you the can either be physically fit and run and just occasionally shit on yourself, or you can be six hundred pounds and have to rinse off your ass. Yeah. So there's no jacuzzi. win. There's, there's two no sides. Yes. There's two there's sides no to win. all of these stories. So, damn. Well, I promise you, Jessica, we did not just bring you on the show to talk about your best shit story. Is Even this though... episode sponsored by a bidet or what? <laughs> Listen, this is how. <laughs> You know what? That's a perfect segue into our first segment, which is hashtag influenced. Okay. We talk about being creators online, different trends, how we make money on the internet, something that Jessica is actually an expert at. Jessica, how long have you been creating content? So I started creating content when I first launched my my blog in 2017. Mm -hmm. And after about a year of nobody wanting to read because people are generally lazy, I started trying out (laughs) video content. Yeah. And illiterate also. Um, I started trying out video 
video content and I started doing well. So I've been online since 2017 and I'm good at creating content, but not math. So whatever 2023 minus 2017 is. So I think like five years, six, <laughs> maybe six. <laughs> I've been creating content online for six years. Yeah. That's awesome. And yeah. when does it, when did it go from, I, I would say when in the six year journey mm-hmm. did you start seeing that coin coin? Yeah, so the first time I ever got a brand deal, I was probably only like a year and a half into the game. I had 3,000 followers on Instagram, and a really small deodorant company actually actually reached out to me, um, and they paid me $750, and I only had 3,000 followers. That's amazing. To, yeah. Very good. Yeah, to create, like, I think, like, it was, like, two photo posts. It wasn't even videos, and I think I, like, shot them on, like, my iPhone yep. 7, you know? Um, and then from there, I started just getting, I feel like, into a habit of this, like, really bad space that people fall into online of wanting to, like, look like they're doing something versus, like, actually making money from Mm. it. So I was taking a lot of, like, affiliate things all of the time or, you know, making posts that insinuated that I was paid, but it was really just, like, they gifted it to me. Mm. Um, and then even, like, coming across one of my largest, like, brand deals that I feel like people thought was a good thing for me. They only had paid me $200 and I took it at the time. So I spent probably the first two or three years of the content creation game, even though starting off really strong with that, like first like 750 for 3000 followers, just kind of like accepting whatever, because in influencer marketing, it's really hard to know what the standard is Yeah, because there's no like set thing that people tell you. And you're, you're negotiating all these contracts on your own. You don't have an agency. Yeah. Right. No. Mm -mm. Okay. So I've tried a, to like have different. people like represent me over time, but I think that two things are at play. Like I think nobody believes in me the way that I believe in me. Nobody also understands my brand the way that I do. Mm. Now I can um, agree with you on the second, but you think yeah. people who would you would hire to be on your team wouldn't believe in you? So there's this really large influencer in finance that I was talking about something on my Instagram stories and was like, let me connect you with my agent, right? And she was like a huge agent. She sat down with me and we had this conversation. I was super excited. I knew that this person was like doing, you know, like big brand deals. So they would have like these connections for me to get me in the door. Right. And I felt so discouraged after that meeting with her because she was like, you know, you have a great engagement, like you have a great audience, all of these things. But, you know, I'm just, I I personally can't represent you or have good faith that you wouldn't constantly violate what's called moral turpitude in brand contracts. So there's these little sections in um, brand deal contracts that I think are kind of phasing out as brands are starting to understand that, like, people that are real people that cuss and say, Mm, like, how they really are online is, is better for them, really. But basically that section and that clause means that... If at any time someone, like, says or does something, you know, basically, like, ending... She she was fearful. The best way to explain it is she was fearful that I would eventually end up, if not I already had content out, that at some point in time could cause a brand, if they came across it, to, like, want to renege on a contract or do something. Which is wow. insane to me because yeah. I know that I'm out there, but, like, I'm not, like... Yeah, you're not doing... Mm, yeah. And also, like, there are people who are doing OnlyFans. Like, like, yeah, what is the I bar? Think, because well, they're making I think money. there's also something to be said about there's a certain level of 
visibility where that stuff starts to not matter. Yes. Do you know what Got I mean? You. Yeah. yeah. You know, you have what's his name? Is it Brett Farman? Who's the 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 funny Asian TikToker? He lives in the Philippines. He's in, oh he lives Brett Mirac right now. Brett, Brett Mirac. Yeah. He's out there. He cusses every other thing, but he's landing deals big, yeah. big time. Okay. But he also has a significant following yep. and really really good engagement he transcends the yeah. like little, so I yeah. think that there is like that fine line between a brand just wanting proximity to someone that's like huge 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 which I've still still seen people have really big platforms and still have sponsored posts that absolutely tank regardless you right know? oh hell but yeah but you see someone like that actually still being able to be themselves in in the brand deals do you yeah. know what I mean which I feel like makes all of the difference um but yeah, I say all that to say this woman basically like was like, yeah, like you like maybe if you clean it up a little, maybe you can stop <laughs> uh, clean that, it up. Right? Yeah. I've been told that from a uh, from I, I love my agents now, but I had an agent before that who was I I remember I I gotten pregnant, mm-hmm. and so you know when when thing when life changes happen in your life. You tell your agent it's gonna it's gonna sound like bitch you now your network going up because of a baby right. but you can't you are now in a maternity category for yeah. brand deals and I remember her saying like well we can't really sell you from the mom content because people know you from like drinking wine and you cuss a lot and you're yelling at your husband like yeah. that's not really the mommy image and I'm kind of like like who because that's that, that, that like a mom to me that's every mom ridiculous. I know yeah well yeah. this agency was completely bs yeah uh, right. they were a new agency they were uh for those who don't know um with influencing the rise of influencing there's been these pop-up agencies that mm. say like hey we're just focusing on influencers so they'll find young influencers and sort of bring them on their team i've seen and, them do this and all take time ridiculous like 20 percent um, agency fees, which is Third, ridiculous, so like, yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. Standard for like a like a great following would be like five percent or ten percent. Yeah. yeah. So we're talking twenty percent, which is basically, um, you know, uh, it's ridiculous. And so uh, this was one of those agencies that popped up, where the agency that is repped, uh, Amber is repped by now. Yeah. They do things in batches, so they'll you'll see like a bunch of uh, people being pitched for one to one brand, and so they'll be like, okay, right. here's our budget for right. this this content for you know this product will have these five influencers under the same agency because this agency is more established it's been around longer mm, yeah. uh, so that's and I will it really say, depends it is hard on tiktok like tiktok keeps yeah. trying to market itself as like you know Family. we we are for adults we are 18 plus but i'm like but you do have a lot of rules they do. that like like have you gotten content violations for oh, things for sure, yeah. oh you know i have I to what so. have you gotten content violations for saying nigga Oh, that's it. Yeah, yeah see, I mean, well, like not that that's there. not that. Oh, that's my ears. It, but, <laughs> but they'll just like rip the audio or something, which is confusing yes. to me. Because I'm like, uh, you have trending sounds that say it, but yes. literally, I, like, say it. Well, I don't because understand. it's it's um, we've talked about this before. Yeah, is that those violations are user reported? It's not Haters. run. Yeah, so people will Ops. find specific videos. Um, yeah. But yeah. which is hard. How long have you been in tick uh, in TikTok jail? Is yeah. what I like to call it. Like, have TikTok. you been there I've for like a week? I've never actually been in full on TikTok jail, but I have been like reported for like different things before. Girl, um, but it, but that's what I'm saying. That's why I didn't understand why she was so hard set on me needing to like feel like I needed to clean stuff up because I'm not really even that 
no, out there. I don't just, think you are either. I don't fall into any kind of beauty category. Like I was telling you earlier about my makeup. Every time I put makeup on, I turn orange. Like I don't care to have my <laughs> hair done. Like you have been my, doing your hair though. You've I been know. doing your like your curls and stuff. And it's Sometimes. it's like your hair grows in a way that people can see the journey. You know, like <laughs> exactly. the minute my hair grows a little bit, I'm like, all right, put some braids in yeah. or whatever. But like, it's or you so get out nice. a tape measure, like a <laughs> centimeter measure. Yeah, 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 one it's centimeter like, out here. But Jessica, your hair, like I see yeah. some pictures of your hair, like almost like big chat. And now it's like gotten longer and things yeah. like that. So people like following along too. People yes. say stuff. They'll be like, "Your hair is getting longer." Like, yeah, it's getting grayer too. But um, I love your gray hair. Yeah, I don't feel like I'm that out there with the content. I just think no. that you know I do some crazy stuff. If I'm ever even that much out there, though, I'm participating in some type of crazy trend yeah. anyway. It's right. not like I'm unique to. To, just being insane, well, you know what I mean. One of the first uh, trends I ever saw you do is there was a trend going around of people like quitting on camera. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so so yeah. Good. So let me can I, can I analyze this video for yeah, a minute? Please. Why why I think you did really well and why that I think this trend did really well? Because yeah. yours was the first video I saw. I didn't okay. know it was a trend, but apparently like people are like recording themselves quitting. Yeah. So for those who don't know, basically Jessica. Uh, quits her job, but as she's quitting, she's laughing throughout the whole thing. <laughs> right. So let let me. This is what I think you were doing. Right. I'm going to break this down analysis wise. Analysis wise. So we live in a society where our jobs are so wrapped up in our identity. That's number one. Next, many businesses, corporations um, act as persons. Legally, the you know the ju- judicial branch said corporations can be people. So when you quit a job, it's almost this violation of an actual person, right? So corporations, some things that they can act as people is that they have religious rights. So a corporation can deny certain kinds of birth control based on a religious, you know, right. Uh, right. So that keeping those two in mind, what you did is you did two things. One, you made quitting your job seem funny. Like this is not a big deal, right? <laughs> so, so now, now you've you've separated your identity from the job. So you're deconstructing that notion, yeah. Right. The other thing, you're laughing in these people's faces because they're not the the corporation is not a a person, right? right. They're just they're just it's just an entity that looks to make money off of you. Right. So I think you were deconstructing this whole. Is that what that's what you're thinking was behind it, or no? I don't think that I had any of that thinking. Okay. I think the way that you broke that down, but I love it. I mean, that was <laughs> absolutely that was my intention. That was the, all I was. I feel like you were deconstructing capitalism in that moment. I, you were. That every, was your purpose, every right? Every day I wake up and deconstruct capitalism. That's my Literally. goal. But no, honestly, I was just so fucking sick of that job, dude. Like, and stuff like that is funny to me because I think that I had actually picked up that job already having a following it was like some of those months get slow sometimes and i was like just in case right just Just a little steady check yeah i got a lot of people that will feel i feel like entitled to like having a following and if something gets slow we'll get on and be like i give entertainment give me money and i'm not about that life at all i will go back to a job or i'll figure out something to sell right so i had Mm, got that job yeah Yeah, figure out something to sell yeah i had got that job um and i think that because i had already touched money certain ways it's very hard to sit on the clock, especially I don't have a high school, you know, diploma. Like I can't get, I don't have a college degree. There's not a lot of things that I can go into corporate wise that are going to financially sustain me living in Los Angeles as a single mom. So sitting on the clock, I think it was maybe, maybe making like $22 an hour and watching like the, the time go by 
And at the same time knowing, oh, I only made $22. Oh, I just made another $22. But in my mind being like, I've made a post for $750 before. Yeah. Like, it's very hard to, like, stay yes. tapped in, you know? And so it's not that I was necessarily laughing like the job wasn't serious because I don't want to you know, be like insensitive. But once you've touched money a certain type of way, it's very hard to go back. <laughs> and I think that <laughs> sitting in joke. front of that computer where they made us have our cameras on for stuff we shouldn't have had to have our cameras on for yep. eight hours a day, I started realizing, you know, how much I wasn't taking advantage of the time in my day to get to the place that I was where I need to get a job again. So when I decided after a couple of weeks and a couple of paychecks that, hey, bitch, it's time to like start treating she really had a baby like an eight hour clock job again and get up at eight, get on the computer, stop being lazy. I, I, you'd, I would get a check and then I would like think that I was good. Do you know what I mean? Because it's yeah. like larger lump sums of money. Yes, it is. And I had to start really like applying myself and treating it like a job. And, um, yeah, that, that quitting video, that job was just really like my like wake up call already existing in content creation. Mm. I think I already had like 50,000 followers on Instagram when I had that. I could have been clearing stuff if I really wanted to the way that I know I needed to if I would have been applying myself. Um, but yeah, I just like my personality is so unserious. And there were already <laughs> so many things that were happening in that training class. Like I'd already been talking shit with like three of the other people throughout the whole training class on the side, yeah. on the chat. And it sounded like somebody quit before you as well. So you were like, well, while was, we're on the subject, I quit too. <laughs> right. And then our trainer was so aloof, not just on that call, but throughout the entire training class, that there was this one dude in our class who legitimately would take a screenshot of his thing and set that as his Zoom background as if he was sitting on the thing and she didn't notice and everyone else noticed, but no one wanted to be like a hater. And <laughs> yeah, like, and, and yeah. Said, nobody wanted call, to snitch, right? These are like out. the things that we're talking about on the side. So when I finally had enough, I just quit. And then, you know, people started saying stuff like, I'm not going to be able to take care of my kids. Oh, yeah, yes, in the video. The yeah, it was, it was awful. Yeah, well, like, y'all should watch the whole video. Yeah, we'll put yeah. it in the episode notes. Mm -hmm, um, let's go to the next section Imperfect Parent. So you talked about she really had a baby. Mm -hmm. oh, I don't think we've talked about that that's your brand right that's yeah. your business can you talk about that's that your baby too yeah. yeah so when i first started blogging i was trying to figure out what i wanted to name my blog and she really had a baby is what i came up with um for me she really had a baby is about like what i would have assumed people would say upon realizing that i was pregnant and like about to become a mom like she really had a baby jessica she's the, the one that was really out here like this be a whole hoe okay like and now i'm over here talking about having a kid so yeah. I think that that's where that name was like rooted in, but now it's grown to something much more, which is really just, I feel like the she is like a lot of the different women, whether they're mm. wives, single moms, baby mamas that can identify in some type of way to, you know, the struggle that is motherhood, yep. you know, that the part and the struggle of it. You know, so, I love it. Cause when I, when I make a dinner reservation, I'm like, she really had a dinner. Didn't she Jessica? <laughs> yeah, you just she really had a dream. Idea. She really had an idea. Yeah. I, I love, she really had a baby. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so you know, most of your content, is very funny like, yeah you know so yes. go watch it but i was scrolling through and then at one point i was like tearing up because yeah. um can i i you if you don't want to talk about it, totally fine but you could watch this video there was a moment where there was these teenagers on the bus mm. and they were like making fun of you like yeah. fat shaming you and taking a video of you and at one point i think your daughter was like gonna get, stand up and fight them yeah you know so i i just want to because you, you were talking about having 
like real conversations. And I love this idea where like, I was just being funny and now you've expanded it to like, this is how you have a conversation about mm -hmm. like um, compassion because at the end of the video, or like these are two teenagers. But something that really struck me about that video is that there's a moment where you're like, I just, these two teenagers just like destroyed my- Yeah, confidence. Confidence, Completely. right? Yeah. And so I think there's this element where um, you're both in your, you're, you're comedic, but you're also addressing fat phobia. Mm -hmm. And so can you talk about like those two different sides of Jessica's, like the comedian, yeah. but also sort of like a social justice, like yeah. advocate, but with comedy. I think that my brand started off as something that I wanted to do intentionally. And then just what became easiest for me is just sharing my life. Mm -hmm. And I think that there's always going to be like an underlying sense of humor in everything that yeah. I do, even the sad stuff, because that's how I cope with like pain and trauma. I yes. think everything is a joke. Me too. Um, yeah. It's got me in Tragedy trouble with plus her. time. It's comedy. Yeah, yes. exactly. And I think that, you know, sometimes when you're growing a following, like your following and your audience starts to like tell you what it is that they want to hear from you too, mm. you know? Yeah. So there's, there's that thing. When so you I didn't first... Doja Cat then? No. Well, see, I'm not sure I get the reference because oh, when Doja she... Cat comes to mind, all I think about is doing cocaine on live and large. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. So she's she's like saying, uh, oh, fuck my followers. Fuck, oh, fuck, well, yeah, someone, she's like, I don't care. I don't care. Was like, so I think someone told her, like, tell me that you love me. And she was like, no. She's like, no, I don't love She's you. She's like, I don't know y'all. She's like, yeah. I don't know my people. Like, I don't care. Which is kind of like just, an inside thought. It's like, here's my thing. Doja. That's what I would say. She just doesn't understand marketing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's she what doesn't. Yeah, we could have. We could have spun this. There's, but you also don't do cocaine on live. I don't do cocaine okay. at all Bummer. anymore. Yeah, was, that was the the she before the baby. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> she really had a big she. She the really one who did a cocaine. Yeah, she really did a bump. Yeah, exactly. But no, I think that the older Nyla's gotten too, like the conversations have changed with her about the different things that are happening in our lives. And, you know, there's been a time where on, on my podcast, I brought her on and she started talking about things that I wasn't even expecting her to bring up. And mm. it's like, I know that if I'm learning how to navigate all these different conversations with people, you know, I would be doing a disservice to like hundreds of thousands of single moms or moms at all that yeah. are following me with children that are in this age gap. I think that one of the reasons that I know or I can attribute my mom's like failures, quote unquote, where with where she couldn't show up for me was like not having like a good model or not having a good outlet to or like community support for your, your own mother. Yeah. You're saying like your own mother didn't have her Jessica yeah. online or something. Exactly. Or, yeah. And I think that that contributed heavily to the ways that she was incapable of showing up for me. Like, mm. you know, the same way that I get stuff from other people online where I'm like, wow, I didn't think about it that way. Or wow, let me approach it that way. I learned something from someone online about a safety network. Um, when it comes to, you know, teaching your kids about their boundaries with their bodies mm -hmm. yeah. and that a safety network should be not just three people in your family, but two people outside of it. Just little things that no one actually teaches you at any point in time because becoming a parent, they're not handing you Unless your manual. parent is like a PhD in like psychology or something and like 20 years then, ago, or theater, 30 years ago, right? Like, and even then they it was can just be academia. so far removed yeah. from, from they are. the times. Yeah. Our parents also, I, I, and I think obviously we had different parents, but in this room, but our parents come from the generation of like keeping it together, not mm. letting people know your family's business, sweeping things under the rug. And so I think millennials with the cusp of, 
the internet, we're learning like, no, my superpower is actually sharing people yeah. many sides of me. And and I know like I'm sure both of our parents have been afraid at different points of like, okay, if y'all are sharing y'all's marriage to people, that's gonna yeah. give that's gonna give them an opportunity to maybe poke holes in it or share some whatever or pick it what y'all are do as traditions. And in reality, you're like, no, but our generation actually gets hard off of that. Yeah. Our generation actually loves saying like our kids get on our nerves like let's yeah. let's all vent about it and doing support group internet style it's allowing people to be themselves yeah if i just showed up as the jessica that's funny all i would be doing is creating some type of fake persona online for someone that is funny sometimes but is also fucking miserable and insecure other mm. times to look at that page and just feel like sad about Right, you know, right i want to like, be inspired by i'm telling you like yes. people are so fucked up that like i can't even take positive content creators seriously like at all if your whole <laughs> shit is just you happy bitch like i can't yes, be right. like i'm so happy with my kids i'm so happy with my man my yeah. marriage is perfect i look at my fridge yeah it's all aesthetic i'm like but where's your real fridge sis where are the leftovers Listen. they're in there where where's who ate your sandwich last night that's exactly. that's what it is for us yeah exactly. the atlanta uh ran an article <clears throat> when uh, people when the whole posting your relationship was getting big in like mm -hmm. 2010 and basically the study began to show that people who post a lot of positive content about their romantic relationships are actually more likely to be unhappy yeah. so the more there's a direct correlation to yeah. you posting happy <laughs> content about your relationship and being discontent in like, if i get a christmas card with some matching pjs i'm like Oh, there's trouble. Right. <laughs> there, there's trouble in the home, especially yeah. if it's matte. If okay, it's printed in matte. Help us. Wait, okay, matte, so like, so next time like we'll black? do gloss. Yes, like like the gloss. <laughs> Wait, matte right, is like black. the texture. Matt the texture. Like the more oh. expensive card. Oh yeah. yeah. So you're like, oh, you, yeah, you put a lot of money in this instead of the therapy. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Jessica, mm -hmm. obviously we have a one-year-old and you yes, have a nine-year-old. I do. And you have been online, since we're in that parenting segment, right? And you have been online uh, the majority of her life. What yeah. is that interplay like when Nyla's like, put that phone away, I want to talk to you for real or yeah. whatever? Because I know, I know one day Wild's going to be like, I never want to be on camera again. Like, you two have made me sick of this. So Nyla started expressing that she was not interested in doing content anymore. And so I respected her. It was probably about like a six to seven month period where she just didn't want to be in any mm. content. And it was hard, especially because I had already signed brand deal contracts. <laughs> with, with mommy things? Yes, with mommy things. There was like this vitamin company that we had like a series of posts for. And I tried to explain to them. And... I told them I was like, my daughter doesn't want to do content anymore. Here's how I've here's a new idea. Yeah, it'll be fun. Look at you. I'm you're like, yeah, yeah, we're gonna re we're gonna do a workaround. They're like, no, there needs to be a kid in it. God like she it. needs to be in it. And I was like, okay. I said that's fine. So what I did was I borrowed my friend's kid and I let the brand <laughs> suffer because the whole comment section was who the fuck is that? <laughs> but I bet it was engagement. Wow. It was. I bet the engagement okay. was that's that's so this, respect. That did this, so did you respect. use like a decoy? Like did this child even look a little bit like Nyla? No. It was a very pale baby. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? You have integrity, though, yeah. because your kid said, I don't want to be on camera. Yeah. And then actually, in the understudy. her watching that play out, Nyla watching, like, me hire another kid and, like, take the kid to go get a toy yeah. and do the whole thing. She was like, uh, I want, she did. She got jealous. She said it. She's like, I'm jealous. I want to do it again. And now we're at a point where 
she is old enough where she just wants to like make her own things. I don't let her have social media, but she has like splice on her phone. So she doesn't Got not it. enjoy the camera. She's actually really into the creative side of things. She just doesn't like my ideas. And she also like <laughs> Well, she's fourth fifth grade, fourth grade. So she's going into fourth grade. Fourth yeah. grade, yeah. So, so she's also very tapped in. Like a lot of my stuff is like baby daddy shaming and she love her daddy. Okay. Yeah. Every so, time yeah. we're packaging up baby daddy tears cup, she's like, Baby daddy tears, baby daddy tears. That's your baby daddy. <laughs> <laughs> so she's kind of, you know, he has a good uh sense of uh humor about it. So That's she's good. not like super off put by it. But if I do really want her in content, I just gotta pay her. Oh, yeah. excuse me? Yeah, I do be paying her. I'm telling you, these babies. We started babies. off at like $5 a video, but now we're at like 25 30 sometimes. Like She wants to be Oh, so you're, you're cheating pop. her. You're cheating her. First of all, we never know what's going to flop and what's going to hit. But I will say, <laughs> there was one time where I was like, oh, shit, it's taking off. I was like, it's doing good. She's like, does that mean I get paid more? I was oh. like, girl. Oh! She's about yeah. to strike on you. Funny you know, thing. sag. She got good so business yeah, She already so, quit you once now. Listen, she said royalties. Listen, royalties, honey. When I'm on Instagram Live or TikTok Live and I'm trying to like sell my digital products, I do this thing at the end of the live where I have a time period where you can get it for a discount, right? So Nyla is really like aesthetically creative. She likes drawing and stuff. So she would draw all these like pictures, took pictures of them. So... She takes pictures of all these different pictures that she has drawn and she starts texting them to all the contacts in her phone. And she's like, just letting you know my shop is closing in 15 minutes so you can get them for this price right now. Like, I'm like, dang, like she really got that little hustle. (laughs) She's a hustler. But I have to teach her to like not make everything about it. Like you have to enjoy some stuff. I'm like, dang, I must be on the grind culture thing because she started making these beads things. She's like, how much can these go for? I'm like, girl, let's just make art. Oh, you got her. You got her money hungry. She's like tracing her hand for like a she Thanksgiving turkey. She's like, I could probably sell it. Every time I look, because the way that I teach her like um, finance and like independence and like saving money is I pay her on Apple Pay on her phone. And then that way she can like manage her money and actually get real world experience by like utilizing Apple Pay. If you want to buy something out of your own money, you can use Apple Pay at Target, whatever. And every time I look over and I see how her balance just keeps going up, I'm like, where are you getting money? <laughs> you are just constantly convincing the same 20 niggas in your contacts to cash app you or apple pay you for something that never gets delivered because i'm how are you getting it to them but oh yeah. my gosh i actually i'm obsessed with her yeah yeah like I'm, she's got she's going places yeah. if this is her and at also, like nine yeah there's the compromise too so i think nyla's found a really good sweet spot with being in the content without being in the content because some mm. of my best performing content recently is just her talking shit on the side and yes. she's fine with that i still always get her consent to like record and participate and like structure it in the way that it needs to be structured but she um yeah, it's just it's it is stressful though, and I can understand why she doesn't want to do it because when you're doing like a TikTok with another adult, they understand the premise of we didn't get that, let's run it back. We didn't get that. Do they? Back. Do they understand <laughs> it? Because Ben, you, you know, be, we've you had some time. I when I was teaching like you know eight hours a day and had yeah. to be around middle schoolers early when we started doing the brand deals, mm-hmm. we would wake up at like six o'clock. Mm-hmm. We would record for an hour, and I'd be like, I want to read a book before I have to go to work or something, or right. I want to. So it's like so you can't. I, I would bite like this, you I would like to shower before I go to work. You can't bite this sandwich right. for eight thousand dollars, yeah, because you got a shower. 
Nyla's like, I'm hungry. And I'm like, this need, this trend is sounding right now. The sound is trending <laughs> the right now. The sound is trending right like, now. Please. He's slowly getting it. But sometimes I'm like, no, no, I need you to see this shirt. No, now but, I'm on it. Now I'm on it. Like, I will drop everything if we have a brand deal. We've recently had two brand deals where it was very timely. And so I dropped yeah. everything. I was like, all right. I will not masturbate today. I will I yes, that. I will I will get on it. I will stop playing video games. Um I will uh I, yep. I will I, I will not had get to drunk in the bathroom on the toilet this morning because that was the only place that I could have to myself. Yes. Just had Good my little you. rose. I was like, Good for you. Okay. I just got yeah. the rose. Well, I, I just got the well, rose. Well, you got the rose for you. I, actually, and this handcuffs. Is a great segue. And handcuffs. Let's yes. talk about Okay, we don't have to put all our business out there. And and handcuffs. Are they furry? Yeah, they're no. they're not like they're not chained. They're no, not. no, they're no, like no. Velcro-y. They're vel- they're like they're soft, so they're oh. not gonna hurt you. They're cute, but you yeah. know you Little can't BDSM. be a black woman telling people I, I get handcuffed by my well, white man. Well, I, no, it's not. Just <laughs> I, I yours. smell my next cancellation coming. <laughs> no, the handcuffs are shared. You they were just, hand, we're, we're handcuffing each other. Okay. I'm like demonstrate. This is how handcuffs look. Yes. Work. Uh, but let me ask you a question, Jessica. Okay, so equal, equal enslavement, exactly right. <laughs> equal opportunity discrimination and trauma. Uh, obviously, we're married, yeah. so it's, you know we're we're hanging out with each other. How do you integrate new partners yeah. into your dynamic with Nyla, or is it, are you like no? Let's just keep them separate until this also is, like, being a social serious. media star as well. I think there's there's yeah. something that's like oh, you do social media full time. Yeah, it's like, it's like oh, so a- actually, I have never in. Introduced Nyla to someone until my most recent relationship. Um, and that's only been like about a month of them being integrated, which was interesting for one, just because Nyla has never seen me like be with another person before. Mm-hmm. But then also, um, she's a woman. So that was not necessarily different because Nyla's never seen me be with anyone. But I think Nyla knowing she has a dad, you know, she obviously knew that I was, it was Dick before this. Right. So <laughs> I, I, found... I love her bringing that up at the dinner table. Like somehow it was Dick before this. Right. What's, yeah. What's going on now? Well, now there's really interesting <laughs> conversations. I, I tried to, she's been raised around a lot of different, you know, types of people, right? Yeah, I have great. friends that are trans, I have friends that are studs, I have friends that are non-binary. So Nyla is like not shy to the idea of like pronouns or sexuality. Like mm-hmm. she understands all of these things. I think it was more so just like starting to like see me interact with someone in a certain way. Like romantically. Yeah, we all went swimming the other day and she was like, mom, I feel like everyone at the pool was looking at you guys when you guys were hugging each other in the pool. And I was like, I don't think that everyone was looking at us. I think that maybe you just feel uncomfortable with it. And if you're uncomfortable with us doing that, I, I won't do it anymore. And I don't know if that's even the right answer. I just know that my priority is always her comfort. Yeah. Because the yeah. way that I grew up was my mom prioritizing men in relationships. I feel like over the wants and needs of her own children. So if Nyla doesn't like something, regardless of whether or not my partner likes it, it's just not happening anymore. Yeah. Um, so it's never like the person that you're with. Yeah. She's like the act. Like when we did this on this day. Yeah. I felt a, a, some type of way. Yeah, but she like loves. She really loves my current partner right now, and I think it's because they're both childish. <laughs> so that. Damn. So I guess my next question would be: Do you love your current partner <laughs> right now? I do. We've been talking for like a year and a half. We just made things official like a month and a half ago. You it's look just... so irritated, right? <laughs> I can't even. Think. This camera can see you. 
You roll your ass that we've been talking a year and a Being half. Being in a relationship is so fucking exhausting. Like, yeah. I woke up this morning, and it's funny you said the book thing. Like, I was like, oh, as I'm getting out of the bed, everyone else is getting out of the bed at the same time. Wow, we're all just up now. So I guess I'm not going to be alone for a second. Like, you know, yeah. it's that's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot to have different interests as a person and try to, like, not be judgmental and just, like, remember that like this person loves and cares about you and is supportive of you and you want to be the same thing for them it's mm-hmm. like i'm i read this book called how not to die alone and it was saying that a lot of people think that you have to like have all of these same similarities and like hobbies and interests for something to work right but the reality is you don't really have to, but you do have to have, like, a certain sense of tolerance. Like, yeah. and I think that that is where I'm struggling. Like, being in a relationship has made me realize how selfish I am. Mm-hmm. Because really? I want, yeah, for sure. You know I'm going to push you on that because you know I don't think you're selfish. Uh, I, I think just, you have a, a standard there, of excellence for yourself that you want to, because I can relate. Because yeah. you can't be selfish because that would mean I'm selfish. That's really what I'm, I'm You're hearing. selfish. <laughs> No, no, no. We can say We're not that. selfish. We we want, we we like things done a certain way. Yeah. At a certain time. Sometimes And you that put, has served us. Has it not? So yeah. something that Amber sometimes do, you, you might do this too, is that she will say, we're doing this for the brand, right? Yeah. And so she masks her selfishness in like mm. the brand, right? And building something where I'm like, dude, like we just got to chill for a second. You well, know? that's like me with my partners. When I say I'm doing it for the brand, that's why I'm not posting her. <laughs> right. <laughs> Ooh. Oof. But, but I am the brand. Wow. The brand is me. Yeah. And, yeah. And under the umbrella of the brand, enter you, enter wild, enter dog, enter yeah. shenanigans. Yeah. Man, so another thing I'm doing, I'm giving away my dog this week. Oh yeah, how's that oh, gonna God. be? Yeah, first of all, because you're gonna go charging me to give it back. I was like, God damn. Oh yeah, yeah. Let's let's they actually. Are? Yeah. Oh, We're damn. super off topic. I'm sorry. No, no, no. no, no, no. no. Actually, let's talk about that because yes, yeah. And then very this exciting. is only the last thing for imperfect parent. Then we got to get into. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, yeah, you're gonna help us with some love letters, some, some relationship advice. So oh, I'm an expert, obviously. <laughs> so yes, for are. for those who don't know, Jessica, um, have you? I don't know if have you announced this on your social media. There's nothing that I haven't announced on my social <laughs> media <laughs> outside of masturbating on the toilet, this world, which <laughs> that, I've now done. That is fantastic. On this podcast. Yes, yeah, have. exclusive for content you. for us. <laughs> I think we just found that our, rose is powerful. We found our um, I think our title for this episode: masturbating on the toilet. <laughs> I got. Please write that. Perfect. Uh, I love it. So, so Jessica, for listeners who don't know, she is dropping everything, leaving LA, traveling around the world for a year because of many reasons. Uh, but you're you're actually going to homeschool your yeah. your daughter for a year. Can you yeah. talk about that? So I actually pulled her out about six months ago to start the process, so it wasn't just like such a shock. Um, yeah, I found all this different curriculum that I like. I think that I get to learn in the process of her learning as well, particularly as it pertains to like history. Um, the math comes with some supplementation of like videos. And actually, while we've been out here still in LA, I've had like a tutor coming by and like facilitating it that way. But yeah, we have a one way ticket, um, to start out in Costa Rica for two and a half months and then hop to Brazil and then just really spend as long as we can traveling the world as a digital nomad i'm trying to get into the digital nomad space um i really want to 
world school slash unschool. I don't like super identify with the unschool side because it's like seems really really hippie. And what like, is what is unschool? Yeah, Can you uh, summarize so that? So unschooling for... is the idea that everything that they would traditionally teach you um, in like a public school setting or whatever kind of like school setting, you're doing the opposite. So mm-hmm. before I even fully committed to going and traveling full time, I knew that I was going to pull Nyla out because we were having these instances where. I wasn't appreciating what was happening in the school setting, particularly to how I feel like they regulate time. And I feel like, for instance, I'm not a timing person. My daughter is nine. She was eight, seven sometimes, where when I'm dropping her off five minutes late, she's being penalized for me getting her to school late. Or I'm put in a position where I have to fill out paperwork about why my child is, is tardy. And to me as someone that's a creative and has created my own lane and business and like sense of revenue and knows that while structure is needed in a certain sense Mm -hmm. and like respecting time is understandable. Like the way that I started looking at what school was doing to like my small child, which is socializing her into the idea that from like eight to three, like this is this time clock that you're on and like, you need to be prompt. I feel like she was, she was being slowly but surely trained into being somebody's employee. Well, that's, yeah, that factory, <laughs> yeah. it's a factory setting, yeah. right? <clears throat> the entire design of our schools were designed, even our buildings are designed to initiate people into a factory setting. Maximize where, production. Where you'll yeah. see, you know, different, more expensive um, schools or, you know, more bougie schools. They'll have, like, open classrooms. There's a lot more fluidity. People complete things when they want. Right. Uh, yeah, I, this is something that I talk with Amber about. Jokingly, I was like, yeah, I, I would love to homeschool wild. Yeah. And I say it jokingly, but the more I, I reflect on the 10 years I was in school, in Chicago public schools, the more I mm-hmm. realize that... I don't want to put my daughter through that. So I'm. Yeah. I think it's so fucking dope that you yeah. are traveling with your kid because that's like the real but education. Now, now Jessica did mention that a tutor comes to the home, right? Yeah. So and it's about to get a, it's as about well. To, it's about to get a little interesting while we're on the road yeah. here. Like that's just something that <laughs> you're just gonna have to tune in to find out how you, that goes because <laughs> there is a certain level of patience that I lack with not understanding certain things. Yeah. So when it comes to like science and history and language arts, like all the curriculum that I have is like fun and engaging and interesting for me. But when it comes to like the mathematics, why are we not understanding what 20 <laughs> plus five is like, get the fuck together, yeah. you know, the mathemat- yeah. The math- but like I said, like, you know, anywhere that I go, there's someone that's going to be better at math than me. And I'm all about a good outsourcing. I mean, speaking of math, part- you were telling me that you're like saving hundreds of dollars, yeah. like staying in Airbnbs around the world. Negotiating of- the Airbnbs. How about that? How yeah. about in other places in the world? There can be something listed for twenty five hundred, and I can literally say I'll give you six hundred dollars a month, and they'll be like eight hundred, and I'm like, deal. What? Oh, the- I didn't even know I'm you could go- do that. When you're doing long term stays on Airbnb, you can negotiate with these people because it guarantees. Listen, an they for would them. Rather- this is going to go in your next book, right? Your yeah. next digital oh, book because my next digital yeah. product is definitely going to be all about traveling and specifically related to whatever area I'm staying in. So I know that Costa Rica is going to be one of the first ones. So you do know math? Yeah, right. <laughs> To a certain extent. The negotiations, yeah. I know how to count them Stripe fees and them PayPal transactions, okay? Um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm I'm really, really excited to explore the world. I'm actually getting really nervous because my whole thing is I wanted to, like, detach myself from 
all of the things. Like, I've been in this apartment for the past three years, and I have all this stuff that I don't touch or use every single day, stuff that Mm -hmm. I've spent thousands of dollars on, and I'm slowly just letting it all go for pennies on the dollar to just completely start over and be like, these are our six suitcases. You know, one is homeschooling, one is, you know, whatever it is that I feel like we need. And even that, hopefully over time, will get less because I want to prioritize, like, experience in my life. And I didn't get to travel. You know, I just got my passport a year and a half ago. Oh, wow, really? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. And so after getting mine, I immediately knew I needed to get my kids. And I think that there's this idea that when you're a mom, especially a single mom, that there's a part of your life that, like, stops. And instead of, like, sitting around and fantasizing about what I'm going to do when my daughter turns 18 and seeing the world, like, the world is fucking crazy. Like, I literally can't stop eating double-doubles. Like, I need to get the (laughs) fuck out of here before I tank or before McDonald's takes me out for whatever reason. <laughs> so it's like, I would rather... You were talking to me about your cholesterol the other day, and I was like, yeah. I'm not laughing at y- the situation. I'm laughing at your delivery. Right. This is exactly. way too good. Exactly, but it's like, there's so much in this particular environment that pertains to like my health, my discipline, my self-control, like my anxiety, that I would... Like, what is the point of doing what it is that I'm doing online if I'm not exploring the world and doing the things that Because you have people... that freedom. Yeah. yeah. Because you that's really that what luxury. it comes down to. Like, everyone thinks that it's about money, but it's not about money. It's about how you make your money. How you make yeah. it. Right? And how you like, use it. Like, realistically, the amount of money that you make in Los Angeles can... I could be good for years in Costa yeah. Rica. There's homes, beautiful homes, floor-to-ceiling glass fucking windows for $170,000 homes overlooking the jungle in Costa Rica. It's all about how do you want to live? How disconnected are you okay with being? Are you okay with not being able to Postmates Chipotle? You know, like, yeah. are you okay with not necessarily having, like, movie theaters to go to? It's about changing, like, what your world is. And I think that even... With connecting with my child, I talk a lot of shit about like, you know, how I feel about parenthood. But a lot of my frustrations come from having to balance the income to sustain the life and the presence to sustain the child. And I think that if I take some of those factors away, I'll be able to be more present with her throughout that process and experience things with her. That makes it fun. When you think about why, like, little kid stuff annoys you, it's because, like, dude, like, this is fucking annoying. I know my ABCs. Like, I know this. I know that. <laughs> but when I think about the fact that she's at this age where I can experience things with her. Yeah, like, let's go swimming together. Yeah. Let's go hike together. That's what we did. Like, we went, we were in Tulum, and we were doing, like, cenote caves together and, like, learning about cenotes at the same time. Like, Your TikTok would tell a different story. It looks like you had a terrible time in Yes, Tulum. you're like, Airbnb sucks. <laughs> yeah. Then Too I hot. shit myself. Yeah. yeah. It was hot as hell. I <laughs> Sorry. I also brought my mom, which was a horrible decision as well. That's going to be the next one. Shout out to mama. You you think, listen, you think that not speaking Spanish is what fucks you up in Mexico, but not speaking Spanish and your mama being white and talking back to everybody in a Oh, your mom is white. I forgot that. We was down bad out there. I was like, just shut the fuck up. Stop talking. See, we brought Ben's mom to Paris. She didn't do too bad, but she's she can be undeci- indecisive. Yeah. So I'm People like trying like, to take her shopping, and I'm like, just pick a dress. Just, right. just pick one. People would be like, Por qué and my mom would be like, so what we're trying to do is... Um, I'm like, you're not speaking the Spanish. No, you're not. You're not oh speaking the Spanish. God. Just an accent, you're mom. You're speaking in an accent back at them in English. What we're trying to Please do. Please stop. <laughs> but yeah. 
Um, <laughs> my mama would do the same thing. But yeah, like while we were out there outside of all the fuckery, um, we went to like Chichen Itza and like we got to walk around and do a tour and that's like history for the day. I think the idea of what schooling needs to be, once you get past reading and arithmetic, you really get to like build your own kid do you know what i mean yeah. it's like yeah. what you want to instill and there's certain like boxes that i still have to check with like california code and like doing certain things as far as like testing that that are required but the curriculum does it and then on top of it, you get to pick it like for instance with history i have a curriculum called woke homeschooling and there's all these things that i'm learning about actual history that like you feel like you say you know that like the yeah. u.s history and public school system is like not what it really was but you just say that and you don't really do the research it's like you watch the it's, viral it's, tiktok video it's, it's, or something. yeah it's instagram and tiktok wokeness <laughs> but now i'm sitting here and like we're reading a book called before columbus right now and i'm like wow like we're yeah. actually learning together and things like that make it um it make it easier to do so i'm excited i'm excited about traveling i'm excited about letting go of things and starting over and figuring out what we want you know and if this sucks it's still going to be great content. Cause it's it almost funny. feels collaborative between yeah. you and her because now she can say, like, we did the traveling. I love mm -hmm. it. Let's keep going or not. Yeah. And I think, like, our all of our childhoods were very like, well, we, well, y'all going to do what I can afford. Y'all going to do what I want y'all to do. Right. Y'all are going to do, like, what is easiest for me. And I think you're really thinking strategically about, like, how do I make parenting work for Nyla and myself? Let's, and I, uh, let's and I want to do that as well. to Costa Rica. Let's do it. Oh, I'm down. Come. Wait, no, really? Can, uh, you know, you know, I'm down. You, can we, we move? We've talked about like that many times. We I've have. talked. I've talked about let's make sure we declutter our lives to a point that if somebody asks me, like, yeah, you can, can you move to Japan go. for a year? Like, we can do that for yeah. sure. Yeah, maybe not. Japan. Now we might have Japan's to get rid of. Japan's a little bit more expensive than LA. Japan's. We ridiculous. might have to rehome the baby. To the we might have to rehome the dog. That's what I meant to well, say. Well, and that's what's happening right now is this kind of yeah. like heartbreak city for Nyla. But this dog has been overstimulating me since day one. So I'm kind of like ready for the dog ready, to go. Ready to oh go. Oh, my gosh. All right, Jessica. Let's jump into some relationship advice questions with our segment <laughs> called I Do's and Don'ts. Now, I know you are pretty unhappy in your one-year, one-month relationship. <laughs> Damn. You, did, Damn, you didn't. She said it. She sighed about it. Okay, well, let me ask you this. Jessica, on a scale from zero to ten, how satisfied are you with your current relationship? Ten being like, we're the Fuck. Obamas. Don't do that. This can't be a clip. <laughs> I, if you tell me not to make it a clip, I won't make it a clip. See, Amber likes to put people oh, on that spot. No. She sighed bringing up her relationship. Am I petty? Yes. Um. All right, first of all, you're only in a month. You're like a month and a half into it, it being official, which right. is the hardest part. Amber wanted to break up with me as soon as that happened. Yeah. No, yeah, I didn't oh, want to break up with you until we moved in together. Yeah. That was a waking nightmare. She's kind of like basically like staying with me. Okay. Yeah. Very gay, so it's very fast. We so, very gay, very fast. Yeah. We, I think we moved in after about a year. Okay. Less than It was less than two years, and I would come home after working all day. It was my first year of teaching officially. Mm -hmm. I was a TA up until that point, and I would sit in the car. Because I know that once I got in, she would give me shit about something. I feel so, like yeah. I have like a, like a six. A six. That's not bad. 60%. That's failing. Well, I didn't think about it like that. I, I was thinking like, dang, six is closer to the... To the, to, the, to the 10 than a, a 5. A 600 or... batting average is good if we're talking about hitting. Yeah, there we go. Hitting Six isn't great, though. 
<laughs> Anyways, on to other people's relationship Let's, problems. Oh, oh damn, other Amber. people's relationship problems. I know. Too it's much. Okay. Damn. We... We'll probably be broken up by the time this airs. <laughs> <laughs> Stop. Man, she said it. Stop. It wasn't me. Jessica said it, y'all. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay. Here we go. I'm single if you're listening to this. <laughs> oh, no. This is only going to be about three weeks in the future, so damn. I love the faith that I'll you have. I'll be in Costa Rica, so I'll probably be <laughs> Damn. Wow. All right. Letter number one. These are going to be short and sweet, but I w- we're going to ask these and then hear Jessica's opinion first. Yeah, okay. just Jessica's actually. Okay, I'm with it. Dear Fly on the Wild and Podcast, would you date someone who lived with their ex? Me and my boyfriend have been together for about a year. Before that, he was with his ex for two years. We met when they were still together, so basically I was the homewrecker. They aren't close, and he doesn't mention her. Every time I go over to the place, she's there, but she knows who I am. And then one night, I slept over, and she came back the next day and was shocked to see me there. But no hands were thrown. I really do like this guy, but I'm having a hard time trusting him, even when he tells me it's just you and me. What should I do? Hmm, So, immediately, no. But... At the same time, so I was recently dating someone before the, per- the person that I'm with right now, and they lived with someone that they had just been hooking up with. Like um, casually. Previously, yeah. Not a relationship. But I Got was it. super insecure and uncomfortable with it because yeah. to me it's just like you have these potential situations of like that late night urge or, you know, a couple drinks in yeah. or just like being in that much... Like, like when the rose on the toilet isn't yeah. doing it for you. When the rose on the toilet isn't doing it for you, you know, your roommate slash past lover may hit the spot. And I just, yeah. I don't. But they were also very like open and free flowing. So right. I think there's this idea at the same time that like people are not necessarily possessions that like I want to get into it. But like my, my gut it's a very queer thing. Yeah, like, it is. Probably it's healthy. Very, probably maybe more that, healthy I, too. Yeah, for sure. Right. But in but your there's gut. there's a gut feeling yeah. inside of me that still has the desire to be very territorial over people. And because of that, living with someone that you used to fuck is definitely not okay with me at all. Yeah. I won't even date someone that has kids that are, I mean, honestly, kids, period. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Her, right. like, this gonna be the clip. Right. <laughs> I'm not dating someone with kids because it's like, for one, I don't really like kids that much. So for me, yeah, and you I'm, already have one. So if why I'm dating someone, more? okay, right, and I care about you and I love you in a certain type of way, I am obviously gonna want to feel the same way about your child, and I'm not going to because kids annoy me. So uh, there's, so you don't certain- have the capacity to love. Somebody else. That's, that's kids a cold like, hard equation yeah, right there. It is. To, to and the then point. if I do. The kid is going to have to at least be like seven years old is the sweet spot for you to still not be giving up to your baby daddy or your baby mama. Shit. Yeah. I'm going to be honest. There's some drop-offs where it still might happen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, wait. So for the Did record. You snort? Yes. It's so cute, too. I love it. Oh, I thought that was Amber. No, that Amber was snorts. Jessica. No. Oh, I'm sorry. I love it. I'm sorry. You didn't, okay. I didn't hear anything. I thought it was Amber. Amber will snort. Okay, so. I'm sorry. Snorting is cute. So in baby daddy land, there might be some. Still hitting. I feel like. Still hitting. As a baby mama Not currently. I don't want to ruin your relationship. That may or may not be over with. Right. Exactly. So as a baby mama, I spent the first. I'm not even going to say the first. 
I can hit my baby daddy whenever I want to hit my baby daddy, period. Ooh. Like, I've always known that. I've always taken advantage of that whenever I wanted to, right? I personally feel like that desire starts to go away around, like, seven years. Mm. So if I'm dating somebody, especially a man that has kids, I'm not even going based off what they'll do because a man going to hit regardless. That's why I really don't want to deal with him at all. But if you have a kid around at least seven, <laughs> your baby mama is probably tired of you by now. Okay. That's really all it's based off of. Got it. It's, it's the drama. It's the baby mama drama. It's the drama. It's the age. It's, you know, like there's something about the newness of like the baby that like keeps people yeah all wrapped up in one another. Yeah. So. But I'm really just period. I mean, I'm just. Has your, has your baby daddy dated women and they're like a little bit worried about you? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Got it. That's kind of like an ongoing, like that's kind of just never going to stop. Well, you know what's funny is one girl reached out to me on Instagram once and was like, hey, I was talking to your baby daddy and things kind of got weird. And like as a woman, I just wanted to like come to you because I asked about the relationship with you and him. And he was, he sent me your Instagram as proof that you guys are not together. <laughs> Because of well, the things that I talk about and the cups oh that the I cups that like, is hilarious and <laughs> also great evidence like, yeah see, but it's misleading see. and he was like I just it was the way he was like talking about it though it was like yeah like she makes a something based off of me and she was like I didn't like that energy and like mm. you seem actually cool now that I'm on your page oh, so, oh how sweet yeah and now you guys are best friends no we're not, I never. <laughs> And now y'all are together. And now y'all. Right. Let, let this be like. And that is the relationship that may be over. In. <laughs> but no, um, there was like one specific uh, relationship that he was in. I don't know that he's been in a relationship since this relationship. But Nyla was like six months, and it was pretty toxic. <gasps> yeah, he left me when I was six months pregnant to be with his coworker, and. He was like, ooh, ooh. later on it came out that he was telling her things like, oh, he couldn't see the baby because I w because he was in the relationship with the girl. Like lies that he would tell. It was like, yeah. no, you didn't come see the baby because you didn't feel like coming to see the baby. But absolutely. It's a way to garner can't. sympathy. Like, yeah. I can't even see my child. You know? And that's something I didn't even realize was a thing until I had a child of my own and I was a baby mama because I had dated men with kids before that would like do the like my baby mama's crazy thing yeah, yeah. making it so and now guys, i'm like the crazy sympathy, baby mama and yes. i'm like dang like people really just be making up narratives and running along with it right but yeah i would definitely not date someone that lives with their ex i don't think that that's a good idea i just recently tried it it ended pretty toxically and then i ended up in a relationship with someone that i'm Way less passionate. Very happy. Less passionate about being with. I actually dream. I'm just about reading the body language. You dream about what? The person I was with before. I miss Aww. them so much. See you, messy. <laughs> See you, messy. Well, Y'all got a lot of listeners too. No. Huh? I'm used to my little podcast. Don't nobody be listening. You dream okay. about the person you were with before the person you're with now. I literally miss them so much. Relatable. <laughs> Just kidding. I mean, it's, it, it could be relatable <laughs> to somebody, not to me, not to me. <laughs> relatable to somebody, not to me, though. Tonight will be the last episode of Fly on the Wilder. We appreciate our supporters. <laughs> so, this, is, this is what they said about of, You know what? Since you said that, since you want to be cute, remember we did, when we first started dating, you did live with somebody that you slept with. And yeah. I was I was playing it like, cool. Like, like 
like once. Yeah, it was cool. And I stuck yeah. by you. Yeah. Mm-mm. We're still, now you we're was still, a friend. We're tell still me. friends. Yeah. Yeah, y'all are still friends. And mm. you're, you're, she's, yeah. She's my friend too. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, she's cool. I haven't slept with her for the record. What she, what she look like? <laughs> she cute. I have not slept with yeah. her. Letter number two. Hey, Fly on the Wallet podcast. Please help. <laughs> I want to have better sex with my partner. And right now, it's lacking. <laughs> I didn't have sex for the first time until I was in my late 20s. Mm. So it's still an insecure subject for me, but I want to grow and learn how to be more sexual. Mm. I just want to have healthy convos about it with my partner. I would love any advice. Mm. I feel like there's some things in sex that you can control and some things that you can't. Because I think sometimes people think sex is bad based off of their actual, like, attraction to the person versus whatever's happening. I think that your level of attraction to someone, like, you could just fucking blow on it and I'm going to come. Like, I just love you, right? Mm. But, yeah. so there's that to consider. I'm not in the business of teaching people things, man. I'm a horrible person. I don't believe in... Okay, so how, really how do you like, how do you spice things up in in the bathroom? How do you spice things up? The how rose. do you the rose <laughs> in the bathroom and the toilet? In we the, just sold thirty eight roses. They got to give me a cut after I this mean, episode. I mean, it, it, it really is good. Yeah, I, I have, still have you ever my, had someone wand. use a rose or a wand on you? Oh yeah, that's yeah, like so in my current partner's like thing. It's that's like, like the, the thing. Rose yeah. And, yeah. Have yeah. you done like any like latex or have you um, ever um, like condoms? Like, no, no, like like latex, like putting on like leather or you oh, know, BB, yeah, like a little whip. I'm too big for that shit. I'm not putting <laughs> maybe. There's leather I've for had, everybody. I've Jessica, had... You could wear leather. You, you could rock leather. You, do you mean you're too big because every of heat? Time, every you... time I have sex, I am in an oversized t-shirt, a bonnet, and Ooh. just hoping somebody can just take my drawers. Do you do any <laughs> role playing? I've. <laughs> I've done role play before, like back in the day. There was like this one dude. He was a real hood dude. I used to date all gangsters. Every dude I, I used to date. I know. I read your whole book. G. Yeah. And, and the one thing I got out of your book is that you dated gang members. Yeah. Bangers. Gang. Yeah. <laughs> if you're looking for my you book on social media uh, monetization and my former I, life as a you are a crip. gang banger lover. And in and, and MySpace, in your MySpace profile, yeah. you said you were a crip. Yeah. My. <laughs> You really read it. I really, I actually <laughs> read your book. We did. I mean, it's 38 pages. We'll get into that. Right. <laughs> uh, and Shelfie, yeah. But yeah. But yeah, no. Um, yeah. So, so you would role play. We would role play, and I would pretend that you I would were have him pretend that no, I would have he. him pretend that he would like break into my house. <laughs> <laughs> what? I have like, and would you like hide under the bed really, or like? You want to know what's really this? I'm just let's just let it all out. Let's let's go. Let's take it. So there. one of like my like biggest like sexual fantasy things is so traumatizing. Mm. It's like a like it's like break in and like take. Yeah, because you like, like the aggression. You like cause yeah. you know what it is. I'm, I like aggression too. Yeah. I, I love a little slap on, on the mm. face. We have to be so dominant in our careers mm. and run everything and do the spreadsheets and schedule the meetings yeah. that when it comes to the bedroom we just want daddy it's yeah. flipping, daddy, it's daddy means script any in a gender. safe way yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yes yeah. we just want to be told yeah. to shut the fuck up mm. and told what to do yeah, yeah i can talk i can say things in bed to amber that i could never ever say 
ever. Right. I would get I not would like get, the N word. Like that's right. No, that's, no, 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 no. We're I was not just doing like, that. let be clear, be clear. No, I'm right. just like you know, I'll be like, oh, you little slut, you little. Yeah, but yeah, I'm like yeah. scared, almost scared to say it because right. but yes. she, if she likes that, you know. Dude, I, I had someone one time tell me that I was talking too much during sex because I was trying to like guide them into that, and they were like, "Be quiet." Oh, oh. And I was like, but it wasn't like a be quiet, like shut up, bitch. It wasn't like that, like a good one. It was like, like no, you're like... talking too much. <laughs> I've had the worst sexual experiences, but I've had a lot of sexual experiences. So same, yeah, that's good. I mean, I definitely am not. I guess like she's younger, but I feel like you're already inexperienced. This person in the letter, yeah. So like, you don't need to be trying to teach someone something. You need yeah. to go out there, find you a new one who is going to do it right. It's too many people out here doing it right to be stuck on somebody doing That's it wrong. Hilarious. I feel like There's also they have to be devices. willing to learn. Bring a they have to be willing to learn. They have to say like they have to want cuz you if you pay attention to somebody's body, mm-hmm. you can tell like they're clearly uncomfortable with this. So yep. let me switch it up. Let me ask them what they want, how I should switch it up. So this person should be checking in with you and you should try giving this person a note yeah. real time and if they cap it attitude mm-hmm. that's when you're like oh i can't we well that can't was like sex with men for me yeah. for so long was i feel like i'm someone that orgasms off of clitoral stimulation i really don't come off of penetration i'm not like big on penetration at all same and so i would be sleeping with men where i would like be like guiding them to yeah. do something or trying to just do it myself yeah you're like you can and, put your dick like, in that's great but i need this also literally like hit my hand Ooh. Like, I would literally be trying to, like, touch my head, and he would, like, hit it to the side, like, I got this. And I'm like, you don't You got don't it. got it. You don't. You Which don't. Which fish dick. <laughs> just long and skinny and just fucking poking at me. I don't understand. Like, is, is there... <laughs> It's their ego. It is. It's the ego. Yeah. Okay, so his dick is, like, a ruler energy? Oh, yeah. But, like... Long and skinny. Yeah. Like, Ben... But in dick form. So when people ask me, like, do you feel like Nyla is going to hate you? I think of stuff like this. And yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she she's going to be in therapy one day being like, my mom went on a podcast talking about how my dad had a sword fixed dick. Yeah. Like, I can't come back from that. Yeah, it's going to be very difficult. For but she's going to be crying those tears yeah. from a condo in Bali. Right. That's Just what I was in, say. in the jungle. Yeah. So it's like... Win or lose. Exactly. Um, I think we have some really good advice for this person. Yeah. Uh, that was great. Uh, talk to us. Final segment, Shelfie. Talk to us about uh, you as an author. You are an author. Talk to yeah. uh, about us uh, what, what you write. Yeah. Plug those ebooks, girl. Of course, yeah. So I first started off with the self-publishing journey of a children's book called Mommy, Can You Wrap Me a Bedtime Story? It's cute. I, thank you. It was very much just in alignment with what I do online, which is parody rap. Um, so I had a really dope idea. I paired it with like an amazing box launch. I read this book called Uncloned by Audrey Richmond, and it like changed my perspective on marketing. And I just learned so much through that process and it became like one of my different streams. And so more recently, I've launched a digital product called What I Wish I Knew Before Followers. It's a 38 page ebook that basically teaches people how it is that I monetize on social media. But even more importantly, it gives you kind of like an insight onto my mind and the way that I think about making money online, right? Yes. So you make I, it very personal. Yeah, yeah, and it's workbook uh, format. Like there's yeah. guiding questions mm-hmm. and there's nitty gritty of like specific yeah. um, programs you could use. So I think yep. it's a great tool for anybody who wants to get into that. Yeah. yeah. 
No, 100%. I, I feel like I give actionable steps and like space for people to figure out like what it is that they want to do online and then tips and tricks for how to make money doing that. Um, specifically when pertaining to affiliate links, self-publishing a book, having merch, drop shipping, um, and then most importantly, brand deals. I feel like a lot of my first experiences with like negotiating, I made so many mistakes. And so there's templates in there that you can literally copy and paste, whether you're cold pitching a brand, negotiating a deal, declining something. Yeah. Because sometimes you just have to decline, but there's a way to do it so that if they do circle back to you or mm-hmm. it's an agency that you you know weren't i used to decline brand deals that i thought were like insulting in the most like angry black woman possible way yeah like and this is a joke even realizing regards like, yeah exactly. you, you cut off you cut off a I potential off relationship because a lot of brands nowadays aren't like just brands that one-offs it's agencies that are representing a brand yeah, they're and third so parties once you get into one person's bad pocket it could be yeah you, know, you actually bad. just affected could, 20 brand yeah. deals yes. yeah so yep. basically i put i put it all together what i wish i for followers it's everything that i wish i would have known when i was first starting out that i feel like will for one just be a good source of like information for people looking to make money on the internet but also a good sense of like inspiration too yeah Um, and you got some great ideas in there too like for people who are literally looking to get started right now and and i've been creating we've been creating for a really long time and even i was just like ooh, you know every time we meet i'm like oh the captions i need yeah. this and, the, and it is in yeah. your book like you're not yeah. you're not selling something that you haven't bought yourself well i think the problem is that people see when like a certain model of something works and then they try to hop on it and they don't <laughs> deliver like a certain quality to it right yeah so that's the problem is the reason that i'm comfortable like selling things how i sell them when i sell them for what i sell them for is because i buy other people's stuff and I get people's hesitations because other people's stuff sucks sometimes. It does. And you feel like, what did I just spend my money on? And I'm such a prideful person that I, first of all, even though my website is no refunded out, if somebody don't want me to have their money, baby, I'm not going to hold on to nobody's money. Right. Mm-hmm. But I make sure that that is not an experience that I'm having because of how much effort I put into like what I'm putting out into the world, you know? And I feel like it's just like being myself. So I say all the time, like my personality is very much in this. This is an informational book, but I also say fuck and talk about how I used to think I was a grip. Like, but you're going <laughs> to learn something that was worth the investment at the same time. So in, in your yeah. funny personal way, and you know, we go, this is going to happen. I'm claiming it. You got to put this together in like an actual like teaching course, I know. like a six or yeah. eight week series. I'm gonna, I'm Get gonna, in Costa Rica, settle down. That's the plan. I think once I'm there also, like I'll be able to schedule work in a way that feels like less daunting like i feel like even if just on fridays i get a sitter and i go somewhere and i create all day friday yes week one content strategy week two monetization and people will sign up for that course like yeah you know they would get it together you've been inspiring me girl i I just did my my content buckets i finally journaled that out and now i feel more confident about like what I'm creating, you know? So you've been giving me, like, really good ideas. Like, I was going to do a TikTok, and then I looked. I said, this has nothing to do with the buckets. I'm telling you. Yeah. It has nothing to do with the buckets. Just, Why? I'd be hyper-focused. The, the, the bucket thing. Yeah. Yes, I will. This 
what what I'm really saying is Jessica and I will both be teaching a course one day. When there if you go. see us on the internet teaching a course, know something fell through, and we were like, "This this is how we, we needed money." This money. <laughs> um, <laughs> exactly. But I I essentially live my life by right now thinking about like what are the three buckets that I have energy for? Yeah. Maybe it's like podcasting and hosting was bu- is one bucket. Comedy, all things comedy, and then passive income might be another bucket. So if I'm spending time and energy on something. That is not for comedy, that is not for sharpening my host skills, and that is not passively making money, that it just doesn't need to go. Right. It doesn't fit. Because you can get so, and you can make TikToks that have nothing to do with nothing. And if they're comedy, if they're cool, if they're on the brand, but sometimes you'll find yourself working with a brand and you're like, this doesn't even match my other two yeah. buckets. Like, this is, you know, Ben, Ben hates yeah. when I say no sometimes, but yeah, I'm like, I'm but like- Ben, where... Where could I authentically push this product? I can't. Yeah, it's being, yeah. It it's being true to your, your brand, for sure. Yeah. yeah, you gotta say no to some people. Yep. And my ebook has a template for how to do that. That's right. Well, Jessica, this has been a pleasure. Thanks I can't for believe having me. you're gonna be in another country and I'm not gonna be Single able to... because of this podcast episode. <laughs> Listen, I will, push, I will push this podcast back to there make sure it happens after your Costa Rica drop. Do you think she's going to listen to the show? I don't know. We're good. She's We're hot. Good. Yeah, she doesn't even listen to my show. But I think I'm just like, I'm not tripping. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I talk about having a pimp on the internet. I don't care what I say on if the internet. If you want to hear Jessica bashing her partner and and talking about pimps on the internet, please listen to her podcast, She Really Had a Baby. Make sure you go buy the book, <laughs> What yep. I Knew Before Followers, and post this yes. as well. Yeah, post this um, like content ideas. And the rap children's book as well. She's yeah. got a lot of things. We're going to put everything in the All episode the notes. Uh, and I think they can follow it, right, you baby? on social media, right? Yeah, make yes. sure you tap in with me. My Instagram and my TikTok is at This Is Jessica Rose. So follow me. I'm, you know, an emotional roller coaster. So, which is why you we are ended up tell. on my algorithm. <laughs> you ended up on my algorithm. That makes sense. Thank y'all so much for listening to Fly on the Wallet. We will see y'all next week. Bye, friends. Bye. Bye. You know they're from TikTok, cause those laughs keep you coming, cause they're wildin' all the time. Before wild throws a tantrum, listen to our silly anthem, cause they're wildin' all the time. Don't swap while Amber squats, and does a dance to please her plants, and Ben reads books while serving looks, wild is wildin' all the time. listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for b-l-e-a-v on youtube you know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks that's what our podcast people are the worst brings you with each episode i'm rachel And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.